in your opinion, water parks are? Dirty. <laughs> Welcome to Unscripted with Kirby Hossaman and Bill Petrie. In this weekly podcast, Kirby and Bill talk about the world of marketing, branding, and promotional products. Unscripted is available only at promocorner.com, the leader in digital marketing for the promotional products industry. Now, here's Kirby and Bill. And welcome to this week's episode of Unscripted. I am your co-host, Bill Petrie. And with me, as always, on the road this week, the master <laughs> of marketing joy missiles, Dr. Kirby Hossaman. Kirby, not only how the hell are you, where the hell are you? <laughs> no, I'm doing really well. I'm uh, in Kalahari, Sandusky, Ohio, um, at the OPA event, the sales safari event here. And... Um, Little, little, trying to balance everything and having a good time with that and uh, doing well. How about you? I'm doing great. Doing great. Thanks for asking. So you're in Sandusky, Ohio. Any chance you're going to stop by the Callahan Auto Parts uh, factory? <laughs> yeah, we did a tour of that yesterday, so I'm, I'm all set. I'm, I'm glad you're all set. And you know how else you can get all set, Kirby? How's that, Bill? That's by being part of the great and wonderful platform that is Common Skew. Now, we have talked at length mm -hmm. that it's modern, it's cool, it's creative, it has this community. But something we really haven't talked about is how stable the environment is, the security of it, how easy it is to use. And I think for people who maybe have a little trepidation moving from the platform they're on to, to a platform they need to be on is that ease of transition. Yeah. Um, I know you moved from a platform to comments. You tell me how, tell, real quick, 10 seconds, how easy was it? It was really good. It's funny. I was just having this conversation with somebody here at OPA last night. Um, mm -hmm. It was a, we, I went from uh, a different platform to that. And, you know, as with any transition, there's, there's bumps in the road, but comments makes it easy. They do. They make everything easy. So if you're looking to take your distributor business to the next level, and frankly, who wouldn't be? Right. Go ahead and learn more at commonskew.com slash unscripted Kirby. They're not going to be sorry they did, are they? They will not be sorry they did. Well, Kirby, I want to thank you for having the courage to do this on the road. We had uh, a little bit of a hiccup trying to get rolling this morning, <laughs> yeah. so I appreciate you being a trooper. Do you want to go ahead and get us started off with the topic today? Yeah, absolutely. So um, to be honest with you, I think it's it's just apropos. Since I am on the road, we are at an OPA event, I felt like this is a good topic to discuss. Um, we are here in Sandusky, and essentially what's going on is for the second year in a row, OPA has created, for lack of a better term, an EME-style event. Mm -hmm. um, and it's it's really interesting, and it, it provides um, some of the, the distributors who may have not been invited to an EME in the past mm -hmm. that sort of environment. And so I love that they're doing it. I think it's pretty innovative for a regional to do it, and um, I, it's just one of those where it's – I dig that I'm able to expose different members of my team to something they wouldn't have been able to do, and I think they're getting a lot out of it. It's pretty cool. Awesome. So talk about, because uh, uh, there wasn't really a question for me right. there, yep. um, so I'll just create my own. <laughs> I love it. So uh, it's it's an EME-style event, and uh, sounds like there's a, a group with you. It sounds like you're in the, the uh, place right now, maybe having some sort of uh, a nosh, if you will, a little breakfast yeah. as we record this. What do you think makes an EME-style event more 
productive for your team? Because I know you have, I think, three or four other team members with you. So yeah. it's a significant resource investment from a time perspective, but also from a financial perspective. Why is that event so why does it resonate so much with your team and what you're trying to accomplish? Yeah, it's so I think it's it's interesting in the sense that, man, what when you get 20 minutes of uh, 18 minutes technically of um, mm-hmm. concentrated time with a supplier, there's so many opportunities where you, you have conversations that at a trade show you just wouldn't have had. I actually right. had that conversation this morning where somebody's like, I would have never talked to them at a trade show and I got 20 minutes with them and it was amazing. And I, I think that with my team, they're getting that experience. You know what I mean? Like there's several several of those Um where the suppliers are just really doing a good job. So I think that's the reason. And the other thing I think it's interesting, Bill, is an EME-style event, suppliers foot the bill. Mm-hmm. Um, with this one, though, suppliers are still paying for the opportunity to be here. Distributors pay. Oh, that's great. Able. Yeah, so they're, they're, it's at least a little bit more equitable. Um, so here's my question to you, though, because I know yeah. you've been to EME-style events. I have. And so the thing that I find interesting is, this was a conversation this morning too, is how different suppliers Mm -hmm. use those 18 minutes. Mm -hmm. Uh, So what do you think is one of the best ways that people do it? Like, you know Um, what I'm saying? Yeah, I do. I do. Because I've actually done them before. Back when I was doing business consulting for companies in the industry through Brandivate, I did EME events. Really? Okay. I didn't know that. Yeah. With, uh, in fact, I did one with, and I'm I'm sure you know him. He's a multi-line rep and a really good one. And one we should have mentioned when we had that discussion a few weeks back when we were at Snugs. But Chris Yoder. I don't know if you know Chris. He's a super great guy. And... Uh, we did it together, and we used the opportunity to tell a story. Mm-hmm. And I think when you can take – no one needs the, okay, I'm going to run through my line in 18 minutes, so sit back, take a few notes, because that's just a show up and throw up, and I'm not a big fan of that. Mm-hmm. So I think the important thing to do is take one or two products and give a, a case history um, that people can relate to, so a story they can relate to that – the distributors can tell their clients, right? I learned the story. I can share that story with people who also find it resonating. But then also have a a call to action. Mm -hmm. All right, so here's this product. Here's a great way to position it and sell it for this type of client um, or this type of client or that type of client. And what I need from you, I'm going to give you 24 hours after the end of this event. I need you to email me the name of the company and the logo, and we're going to get you a spec sample so you can walk in and tell that story with their logo on it. I think something like that where there's a real call to action is what I always loved about those type of events when it was done right. What I hated was, okay, I'm running through the entire line. Sit back and buckle up. <laughs> yeah, it's so funny. It's And, and you know, it's – What's interesting is I don't know that there's a wrong way because I've had we actually had a meeting yesterday where they did sort of the, what you just said where they kind of ran through their line and right they did it they did a buckle up it was a two person thing it was super high energy and I actually enjoyed it yeah. so like but I totally understand usually that doesn't work for me but yesterday I was like oh that was actually kind of fun right um, but it is interesting where some you know some are awesome and some you're like man. You are going to well, make every day's everybody's day long. By, well, by yeah, here, here's the, yeah, here's the thing. You're going to still get something out of the show up and throw up uh, dance yeah. of products, but you're not going to you're not going to have that call to action, and you're not right. going to have that that muscle memory in your brain that stories provide. You know, yes. you think it's like going to expo. 
the first thing you see when you see on the expo floor, it's like, oh man, that's awesome. I got to remember that. And by an hour later, you've seen so many more things. There's no <laughs> way you're going to remember that. And so yeah. I think, I think you're better off just kind of, uh, you know, it's discretion is the better part of valor, part of yes. our industry. Pick one or two products, go over those, share a story, make yourself available, call to action, move on. Cool. So can I bring up one other thing? And I know I'm going to spend of course. a little heavy on this. No, it's all good. I think it's interesting. It's a great topic. Um, so I come around the corner. Um, you know, we bring the team up here. It's a, it's right. a substantial drive for us. It's about three, three and a half hours to get here. Okay. Um, it's a, it's just funny. It's not that out of the way, but from Coshocton, there's no direct way to get here. Um, I mean, so, there's not a direct air flight from Coshocton, Ohio to Sandusky, Ohio? It's weird. It's That's weird. shocking to me. Yeah, right? That's so, shocking to me. <laughs> <laughs> okay, go ahead, Kirby. <laughs> so I come around the corner and get to, to the registration table, and yep. who, who do I see? I see um, Miss Dana Geiger. Ah, the lovely and talented Dana Geiger from PPAI. I see Paul Kiwi. The lovely and talented Paul Kiwi from MIPA. I see Dante... Um, I think it's Shannon. Yep. Uh, from the lovely Sack. and ta- the lovely and talented Dante Shannon from Shack. Zach. Yeah, yeah. So, so I, I say that to say, man, it was. And there's another one as well. There was yep. at least that many regionals who've come together to help at this regionals event. I, I've never seen that before. I think it's really, really interesting and really cool. It, it is cool, and I think LaDonna's done a great job. Uh, I think last year, and I, you went to this event last year, although it was yes. different. I think it was called the Safari or something yeah. along those lines, if mm-hmm. I remember correctly. Yep. And I think there's some really innovative things going on um, in, in the, the regionals that other regionals can certainly learn from. And so, you know, I, I know Dana Geiger is working hard on what LDW looks like, which is Leader Development Workshop in October, where uh, regional leaders meet from across the country. And and I hope to really hear more about what LaDonna is doing there at OPA and how that can be translated and how we can adapt that for, you know, PPAMS or SPPA or any of the other regionals. Yeah, apparently she said last night that everybody who come, came and helped is leaving with a notebook on how to do it. That's awesome. So, so that's really cool. So I just wanted to share that. No, I think it's that's really, great. really good stuff. So That is good stuff. So um, I don't know if you saw this in the news, Kirby. Okay. Superior Uniform Group is rebranding to the superior group of companies. Not a, okay. not a big transformation. Right. I wanted to give a, a question to you. How often do you think an organization needs to look at their brand harshly, critically, to potentially rebrand. Obviously, you know, we've gone through a rebrand here at Promo Corner last year. Um, that was a little more obvious. We, we, we were needing to do that before I even came on board. So how often do you think you, well, let me ask you just directly, how often do you look at the Hossman marketing, not necessarily uh, the name of it, but maybe the name, but the logo, the brand, the message, how often do you look at that? Yeah, it's a, um, I would say it, it's funny because we are in the process of having that conversation right now. Oh, really? Yeah. So it's, That's it's, interesting. Yeah, it's timely. So um, I would say we haven't done that a great job, though. I would say about we, we do it about every five years. I don't, okay. think, I don't think it's a, hey, every five years it's on the calendar. Right. It's a, hey, this is, this is when I seem to get bored. Right. <laughs> um, and so right now I actually read a book 
called Building Your Story Brand. Uh-huh. And you, it was one of those books that got me thinking. And so it made me redo some of the messaging for the brewery. And uh-huh. when it, when I did that, I was like, mm, it's about time for us to redo yeah. the branding for for Hosman Marketing. So actually, it was a conversation on the three-hour trip up about what we're going to use for messaging, what's the imaging, all that stuff. Now, we're, we won't change our name, but sure. we're going to start with the messaging and and the website. And my guess is that'll happen in the next six months or so. So cool. yeah, I, I think every five years feels right to us. I think okay. you have a different take though, right? I, I do. I really think it's a, I think they're a brand in, in the message is constantly evolving. I think it's it's a conversation I have hopefully empowered the people who work with me. We need to have that conversation on an ongoing basis in terms of messaging. In terms of actual brand and logo, I think it's an 18-month conversation. I really do. Because what makes sense to your target audience today may not make sense to them in 12 to 18 months. And because I feel that the target audience is evolving so much more rapidly than they used to. The tastes are changing so much more quickly, and they're inundated with so much more noise than ever before. I think we have to have that conversation, enforce it um, often. It doesn't mean you necessarily take action. It might be a tweak here and there. And and, and nor am I suggesting you change your logo every 18 months. I think that's ridiculous. But I do think... You, you look at it from the perspective of, here's my target audience. What are they expecting? What are they needing? And are we meeting that? I don't look at it to, as a, as from a perspective of what do I like and what do I want to say. It's more of a, here's my target audience. I want to make sure what we say is absolutely resonating with them. And if I don't feel like it is, then, then we'll tweak it. Yeah, no, it, it, what you're saying makes a ton of sense. And I think to a degree, you know, that, and I think that's what it is, is I think you have a hard and fast sort of philosophy and I do it a lot by feel, you know right. what I mean? It's like, I, whereas I do think we've changed pictures and imaging to a degree on a regular basis. Right. What I'm thinking is a total overhaul of, you know. Uh, messaging and everything. No, absolutely. And I, I think you're right. I don't think you do that every 18 months, but, um, but yeah, I like what you're saying because I think you do have to just be constantly looking to get better. Well, it's one of those things, it's one of those things as human beings, and I say this a lot, you know, we are creatures of habit. We get complacent whether we want to or not. It's why, and you've heard me say this in the talks I've given, is halfway through I'll say, look, if I asked every one of you to get out of this room right now, there's free coffee in the hallway, come back and sit down, we'll finish up. Everybody'd sit in the exact same seats they were in because we crave that comfort. So I'm, I'm a believer you have to force that discomfort from time to time. Yeah, and and again, you're talking to a guy who uh, will. I'm the person in my marriage who moves furniture. <laughs> right. I, I, I get bored easy, and mm-hmm. so so I love the idea of mixing it up on a regular basis. So that's cool. Cool. You got another one? If you Do don't, you, I've got a couple. So uh, you know, I, I have an observation, and okay. just because again, everything about this uh, for me is top of mind is this event, and sure. every time I come to one of these regionals, you and I have talked about the value of regionals in the past. Mm-hmm. Every time I come to them, what I'm reminded of is that the relationships still matter in this business more than and, in any other industry. Yeah, and and the regionals are the where that 
I'm reminded of it. And I, I guess it's a statement. I think you agree with it. I so do. I guess let me know if you don't. But other than that, that's what I wanted to kind of talk about. You know, when people ask me, uh, you know, I'm on the RAC board, which is the Regional Association Council Board. I'm vice president. I'm incoming president. I'll be president of the RAC board next year and honored to certainly serve in that capacity. What I will tell you is when people ask me why do the regionals matter, that's where – it's a grassroots situation, right? It's where you get to touch feel. It's tactile. Mm-hmm. You can touch it. Um, and they are – it's not only tactile, it's tactical. Yes. So, uh, you know, there are people doing some great work in the regionals, and so I'm glad you're, you're having a good time there and getting some value out of it. Yep. I did – I do have one – I have a quick one and a non-quick one. Let me – I'm going to run through both of them, then we can just jump to fill in the blank if you're cool with that. Yep, yep. Unless you have a topic, unless nope. you have something Go. that's super topical and timely. Okay, so uh, Lacoste, you're familiar with Lacoste. Um, they are, you know, the famous alligator uh, yeah. on their on their shirts. Um, very preppy when we were of a certain age. <laughs> yep. Maybe not so. Maybe not so much now. And I don't know if you're aware of this, but they swapped their famous crocodile logo uh, for ten endangered species hmm, under a uh, uh, basically it was 10 threatened species so it was a, a specific turtle it was i'm trying to look it up right now um, a turtle uh, a, a rhinoceros and so on and so forth you, you get the idea i'm not yep. going to go through each one what do you think about that in terms of certainly i love the cause marketing aspect of it i really really do does it erode their brand or does it enhance their brand because they're doing something to call attention to something that they feel is critically important in our world? So really quick question. Are they going back to the alligator? Uh, after? They, yeah. they only made um, uh, th- anywhere between 30 shirts with a specific, uh, you know, with like, they, I think they made 30 with some porpoises on it and they made uh, 450 shirts with iguanas embroidered. Um, and basically a total of about 1800 shirts were made. And they're selling between they're selling it at a, at a pretty pretty high dollar about you know ninety to one hundred forty dollars and the money for each sale is donated to the species conservation. Yeah. So it, so to answer your question, I actually think it's fantastic. I love the cause marketing as well. I actually think it does. I mean, I think it does a lot for their brand because again, I, I think I this is one of those that um, I, it makes me personally I I haven't thought of that brand in a long time. Right. And all of a sudden. You just gave me warm and fuzzies about it, and I'm yeah. like, oh, that's really cool, and that means well, that I like what they're about. So I think it's a strong move. I, I love it, and, and they correlated, and I forgot about this, they correlated the number of available shirts with the number of animals that remain in the wild. Wow. Isn't that cool? That's really cool. That's that's. I think it's really well done. It's very yeah. well done. So another – last quick one, and then we'll zip into fill in the blank. So I don't know if you saw this, but Hawaii is banning certain sunscreens. Um, they're banning certain sunscreens based on their ingredients, which obviously impacts people who sell sunscreen in our industry. Yes. When you see something like that, when there have been on the, on the maybe positive side, the banning of plastic bags, we've talked about this before on the podcast, but the banning of plastic bags. And so people can buy recycled bags or use recycled bags at the grocery store. Or when you see something like Hawaii banning certain sunscreens. How does that impact the way you sell promo? Does it make you think more about product safety? Uh, I, I would say no. 
Okay. Um, I, and not because, but I, I actually, whenever like a Hawaii would do something like that, I, for me, I'm like, oh, well, that's super interesting because if they're going to go to those lengths, then it must be more important than I understood. You know, I'm from Ohio, right. so you know we don't have a coral reef that I have to worry right. about. Um, and so, for me, does it affect it? You know what? That's probably not true. I think I, that again, what I like to do is stay topical. So mm-hmm. when I hear that sort of thing and I can tell that story to my clients, um, I feel like that separates me. So yeah, I yeah. think it would actually change the way I would approach it. See, see, and I think it does too because you have to think about you know the end user client. The last thing you want is them to be stuck with promo that is yes. in the banned or illegal in the closet of shame. <laughs> If only someone would start a podcast about that, Kirby, it'd be pretty amazing. Yeah. You know what else is amazing, Kirby? What's that, Bill? That'd be the good goods at Gold Star. That's right. You know, they are leaders in style, trend, texture, and decoration. They have the largest selection of rubberized soft-touch pens. They have 15 styles in one of the hottest trends in writing. Every, just about every pen style is under 2 bucks, and they have over 100 styles under a dollar. Okay, and you know what my favorite thing about is, about the uh, the Gold Star pen is, right, Kirby? I believe it's probably the the uh, smooth ink. Oh, that ever smooth ink <laughs> makes me so happy every time I pick up a writing utensil with it and write something. It is so amazing. It combines the best benefits of gel and ballpoint. That all inclusive pricing is free of extra charges, setups, decoration costs, making it as frictionless a transaction in the industry as possible. So. If you'd like to uh, learn more and sign up for a free Simplicity Starter Kit, go to goldstarpens.com unscripted. You will not be sorry that you did Kirby. Let's jump into a little fill in the blank. Are you ready to roll? I am ready to go. You want me to go first or you? Um, I'll go ahead and go first. Okay. The most frustrating thing about forgetting that you are scheduled to record an important <laughs> podcast is blank. Oh, man. I will tell you, this literally, I got the email yesterday to, to fill in the blank with everybody. Um, essentially, yesterday, I got this email and that told me I was recording and I forgot all about it. I forgot microphones. I forgot headphones. And so I'm a schmuck and so i'm super sorry about that bill uh the worst part about it the is most just, frustrating thing what was yeah, the most frustrating thing the about most it? frustrating thing is just not uh i don't like to be ill-prepared and i was totally ill-prepared it has stressed me out for like 24 hours actually you'll get a kick out of this bill is that everybody was sitting around when i figured it out and mm-hmm. so uh dana and all those guys and they're like oh it's good to see you stress out like i didn't i didn't know that you stressed out i was like oh my god this uh, this is an everyday thing so i hate being ill-prepared and i'm totally ill-prepared today no it's all rolling good <laughs> it's you know what if this is the worst thing that happens it's gonna be a good week right yeah yeah for sure for sure all right go ahead you got one okay so this is being recorded i am here in the kalahari water park so oh. it's like an indoor water park there's outdoor stuff too so okay. in your opinion water parks are dirty <laughs> man i've <laughs> that's hilarious yeah and this is coming from a guy who swam year round for over a decade growing up i love swimming i love the idea of the water park so if i don't think about the filth inside the pools (laughs) i'm good with it but 
Uh, generally, I think the first thing I think of is they're a little on the dirty side. Yeah. You know. Um, I, now, are you are you as you record this, Kirby? Are you wearing any sort of swim trunks? I am not today. I'm, I'm okay. going to meeting to meeting. I think it would be weird. Okay. I was last night though. Okay, well, there you go. So, dirty is the fill in the blank for that, Kirby. (laughs) Okay, cool. All right. Uh, I think your turn, right? Um, Yes. If you had to give up one possession in your life, what would it be? If I I had to give up one possession. Yeah, if you had to give up one possession in your life, it would be blank. My home. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> yeah I, uh... Not what I expected. <laughs> I was expecting like a pair of broken sunglasses, something like that. Yeah, so. no, it's, uh, you know, I, I wanted to do something that actually was a substantial matter yeah. to me. Uh, yeah, I'm not tied to stuff like that. Um, cool. I, could, I could live in a trailer and it wouldn't matter to me. Uh, so I would say, and, and I, though I love Coshocton, I could, I'm, pretty transient so i would say that my home and, and for the second chris farley-esque reference you could live in a van down by the river down by the river that's exactly right that's right excellent um, okay go cool. ahead kirby all right so this was a, a question that was going on all through the drive up here so you've got a basketball team uh-huh. it's it's uh coming down to the last shot mm-hmm. and you could have lebron or michael jordan the person who took the last shot would be dirk nowitzki dirk nowitzki <laughs> yeah <laughs> So um, that would be. <laughs> oh, that's funny. Being being the fan of Dallas sports that I am, uh, I would say Dirk Nowitzki. But that is not what you asked. So between <laughs> LeBron and uh, Michael Jackson, Michael Jackson. Uh, between LeBron and Michael Jackson, I'm totally taking LeBron. Um, but this is probably going to cheese some people off. Um, I would take LeBron James over Michael Jordan any day of the week. In fact, I would go so far to say I think LeBron James is the greatest basketball player of all time. I love it. I, I, I actually, it's so funny. I, this is one of those rarefied air arguments. And so I love that you have a take. I had a feeling you would. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yes. Well, there you go. I do. Okay. All right, Kirby. Are you ready? I'm ready. The feeling of using promotional pens to intimidate your daughter's prom date was (laughs) blank. It was fun. So, yeah. So, that picture, the internet really liked that picture. Oh, Uh, they did. And I I enjoyed my comment. I think it got like 40 likes and loves. (laughs) It was so great. Yeah. So, for those who don't know what it was, it was my my daughter went to prom this week and – they were taking four million pictures as prom kids are wont to do, and uh, I snuck, I snuck in, I snuck in, snuck in ones that showed my displeasure for the evening, and uh, it turned out to be a pretty good mm-hmm. picture. And Bill, of course, then says, "Oh, I said, you know, I'm sure he was intimidated by the two pens in your shirt pocket." <laughs> yeah, it was, it was a pretty funny, funny picture and a very funny comment by you. So yeah, that was it. That one brought me a lot of joy. Um, I, I couldn't resist. But it was a funny picture. You standing there looking very intimidating uh, in your face, making a mean face, which you don't right. make. And your your be- your daughter, who looked absolutely stunningly beautiful, and her prom date, who, who looked um, – he was kind of camping it up a little bit for the picture. Yep. And just the fact that all I could focus on were the two <laughs> gold star pens in your shirt pocket. is like, seriously – uh, dorky Dorkson. Um, let's let's you know. I understand that uh, picture with a shotgun over your shoulder or something like that. But two promotional pens, it didn't make a lot As of I sense. As I said, man, those are missiles of marketing joy. 
They are. That's why I yes. called you that this morning. I, I caught that. I caught that. All right. All right. You got another I one? Do. So, um, when, uh, podcasting, you know, obviously I'm doing that on the road today. So, you so are. What, when you think of podcasting on the road, you think of? Uh, challenges. There's, it's always a challenge. Do you have enough internet bandwidth to get it done? Did I bring everything I need, which, you know, I've, I've gone through what you're going through today. Um, it's, it's challenging, but what I love about what we do, and I I would say this, this is almost something you and I I think would say in a podcasting class or session is that, Hey, show must go on. I mean, before we got on this morning, we, we had some hiccups, Um, I I think we're almost at a point, can we even record this this morning? Because uh, Kirby couldn't get headphones that were working, which not no fault of his. But what was happening on my end, every time I was talking, since he was using the computer speakers to hear what I was saying, there was an echo that was about a third to a half of a second delayed. And it was causing me to talk like this <laughs> and things like that. And, and we're just like, gosh, this is going to be terrible. But it, I think it really put makes you put on your problem-solving hat yes. in such a way. Um, and I just love the fact that you and I are like, hey, come hell or high water, that unscripted is getting <laughs> yes. recorded, and we're going we're gonna to power through. And I love and I that. I love that you said that it was a, of no fault of my own when it was totally 100% my fault. <laughs> You're, well, you're very kind. Let's, let's try to be magnanimous. <laughs> All right. So I've, I, as I started the tradition a couple of weeks ago, I have a couple rapid fire, one word answers only, no explanation. Okay, Are you ready? ready? Pens or pencils? Pe- mechanical pencils. Uh, Kirby, <laughs> let's try this again. One word answers only. Pens or pencils? Pens. Damn it. <laughs> um, ca- cars or trucks? trucks. Frosted Flakes or Rice Krispies? Oh, Frosted Flakes. Van Halen or Van Hagar? Van Hagar. All right, you can send your notes to Kirby Hossaman at Hossaman Marketing, and that is in Bucolic, Coshocton, Ohio. Kirby, as we wrap this up, we'd be remiss if we didn't thank our good friends at CommonSQ. Remember, if you're looking for a really great way to elevate your promotional products business, but you're a little nervous about that transition, know that many people have made the transition, and it is about as easy a transition as you can make. Kirby, I know you've done it, and a lot of our listeners have done it. It is a great, great product. So um, there there are large distributors out there that know they need to change, but they're scared a little bit about that change. We so, but just because you're, don't let fear make you continue to drive that uh, that clunker you're well, on. Yeah, right? and and can I jump into? Is it? I would just say you sure. I would just say that yeah. they offer a demo, right? They offer a chance for yeah. you to try it. And I, everybody I talk to, I tell them that they should run through the demo, run orders through the system, so you can really see it. And yep. I, that's what we did, and that's why we switched. Well, and that's the thing. When you do the test drive, you realize how easy of a transition it will be and how dramatically your business is going to be impacted in a positive way by getting on the CommonSkew platform. So if you want to learn more, Kirby just alluded to it, go to CommonSkew.com slash unscripted. You, you really won't be sorry you did. Kirby, I appreciate you fighting through a little bit of a challenge this morning so that we could record at a near copper level (laughs) and uh, i hope you have a great time at your uh, event today and a safe drive back and we will catch up with you next time
Thank you for listening to Unscripted with Kirby Hossaman and Bill Petrie. Unscripted is available every Friday at PromoCorner.com, the leader in digital marketing for the promotional products industry.